What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. And we're coming at you with a B.O. dub, but we're uh, we're changing it up a little bit. We're going to call it an S.O. dub, a story of the week, because we're going to be diving into all things Paper Girls this week. We're going to be talking a little bit about probably volume one and some of uh, the first season of Paper Girls on Amazon Prime TV, and I'm stoked to get into that. But uh, I like to check in with the comic book dad every once in a while, or all the time is really the truth. So how you doing, yeah. buddy? Dude, I'm doing good, man. <clears throat> My voice isn't doing too great. <laughs> I don't, know what, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Yeah, all in all, I'm doing pretty good. Um, a little tired, you know, kids start, you know, first week of school. So um, just a lot of, a lot of chaos Dude. around the house. You know how that goes. I was not anticipating how rough the week was going to be with school starting, bro. It like I did not get any reading in. I think I read three books, bro. Yep. Um, I reread Paper Girls. Um, yeah, I didn't get really much reading in either, dude. It was uh, nonstop from the time we wake up to the time all the kids get in bed. It was just go, go, go. Yeah. Um, just everything that comes with, um, you know, starting school. Um, one of my daughters is in sports already, so that's nonstop. And, um, but it's all fun. A little, little yeah, chaotic, man. but we made it. Yeah, the chaos ends up being part of the fun once you adapt, but coming right off of summer and yeah. just getting thrown into the chaos, I'm like, oh my gosh, man. Yeah, I think it's going to take a good two or three weeks to establish a good routine Yeah, and get back into the flow of things. And it almost is like this year seems different than all the years like in the past because it like all the previous years felt like, you know, you get a like week to two weeks of kind of like just getting into school you know what i mean like yeah, it's yeah. like a break-in period where this week it was just like the first week was just like normal craziness you know there was no like hey this is just orientation week welcome uh-huh. into school it was like just pedal the metal from the get-go i know dude i already had people saying did your kids already get homework and i'm like well a little bit and they're like, man, my kid's got a ton of homework. I'm oh, like, yeah. Dude, my kids school had these homework days, as well. bro. Yeah. I remember in college when I started, that was always my thing. I was like, if you give me homework on the first couple of days, I'm going to be livid. And it just Dude, happened. I'm like, dropping I didn't know the class. What to <laughs> <laughs> but it happened every time. And I was like, I guess this is college, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 So funny. But um, yeah, so I didn't get a ton of reading. I did get to watch She-Hulk today. Dude, how was it? I've been, I'll be honest, dude, like, I'm not anti-She-Hulk. Just every time I see it, I'm like, not interested. Yeah, I I got off work early today, so I, I did have some time. If I didn't have time and was, like, trying to squeeze it in, I probably wouldn't, you know, like, be, it's not like I'm like, dude, I can't wait to watch She-Hulk. <laughs> you know, that's... a bit She-Hulk fan. <laughs> you got She-Hulk shirts. Yeah, no, but, um, I mean, it was okay, um... It, it it was just kind of like an introductory like episode and um you meet her and she's like a, you know going to um to the trial in this big case and as she's walking out to the trial she like turns around and she's like oh by the way I'm you know I'm She-Hulk and she, then it kind of like tells her backstory how she became She-Hulk was it weird when she broke the fourth wall like that I heard a lot of people talking about it like where she talks right to the camera it wasn't too weird. I didn't expect it, honestly, but it wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, so she's like um, Bruce Banner's cousin, right? 
and uh, they get in this car wreck and um he has this like device that he's wearing i don't know do you want me to tell you all these all this stuff since it just came out or yeah just uh fair warning to anybody else who hasn't watched it <laughs> ray's gonna spill the beans to me here because i don't know if i'll ever get into it to be honest with you yeah so like where we left off in the mcu hulk is like the is smart hulk right he's like half banner half like hulk and he you know so yeah, yeah. in in it starts out here where he's just bruce and um he's wearing he has this like prototype device that keeps him as Bruce that he's been like developing forever and anyway so they get in a car wreck she like oh. goes to help him out and his she has a cut on her arm and his blood gets into her blood system and it turns her into oh. She-Hulk and like he like freaks out right because he's like oh no what have I done like it took me years to get to where I was because, you know, he had his alter ego and he couldn't control it. Well, she can control it, like, immediately. Hmm. She can, like, turn into Hulk and turn back to her normal self. And she's like, it's not a big deal for her. And so he's, like, amazed by that. He's like, dude, that's you're That's I'm jealous. Like, because I couldn't do that forever, you know? Yeah. Because he doesn't want her to go back. He's like, you can't ever have a normal life. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, I need to go back to being a lawyer. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to be the Hulk. You know, that's not, I'm never going to turn into the Hulk. <laughs> and so they're like running all these tests. And anyway, so she finally gets to leave his little, um, it's like a little compound in Mexico that he has. And there's some cool like Easter eggs. Like you see, um, he has like Iron Man's helmet. Oh, from, that's cool. From Endgame, and it's all, like, melted and beat up, and so that was pretty neat. But um, anyway, so she goes back to her normal life, and she's in court, and, like, the last, like, five minutes, um, why she's in court, um, this villain, like, attacks. Uh, I can't even remember who it was. Some girl. I can't even remember who it was. Um, and uh, only a couple people know she's She-Hulk, like, her one of her best friends who also works with her, and I think maybe her mom or something. And anyways, her best friend was like, you got to turn in, you got to help us, you know? And she's like, seriously, in front of everybody? And she's like, yeah. So she turns into Hulk, She-Hulk, beats this person up real quick. And then like the whole courtroom is just like staring at her. And then it ends. So what I think is going to happen, I was talking to the guy at my comic shop, like no one's going to want to hire her anymore as an attorney, right? So she's going to like get the crappy jobs. Like oh she's not gonna be like some like high list like attorney like a high profile yeah so now she's just gonna be like i think the dude to the uh, comic shop today he was like um i think abomination makes an appearance Mm -hmm. and like she has to like defend him in a like Uh, some type of court thing because no one wants to be cool so she's gonna yeah so she's gonna get all these crappy cases that no one wants because no one wants to hire her now that she you know is the hulk Right, yeah, yeah. So it could turn out cool, but it w- it was okay. I think you should check it out. I'll check it out. That that does sound kind of cool. I could get into that. Was it funny? Like, was there a lot of comedy bits? There was, um, I think a few times it tried too hard to be f- funny. And like, I thought it was like cheesy funny. Yeah, I could see that. With Bruce and her like kind of going back and forth. I mean, there were a couple parts that I, I laughed, but then there were some other parts that I was like, yeah, that was a little cheesy. <laughs> and was the animation okay because remember there was all that you know much to do about it early on that the cgi was weak or something i thought it was fine i mean yeah yeah it looked fine to me um 
But yeah, there was a couple, um, like my son was watching it with me and there was a couple parts that were like a little inappropriate for him at his age. And I was like, because my wife was like, is this okay for him? And I was like, yeah, so far it's good to go. And then like, there's one point where they're like messing around and like she flips him off and I'm like, well, my son's going to go around flipping people off now. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So I probably won't watch go, moving forward. I think they come out every Thursday. I probably won't um, invite him to, to to watch that with me. <laughs> right on dude well i'll check it out then yeah i uh, think you'd like it that sounds pretty cool uh i wonder i've heard a lot of things like i heard daredevil makes an appearance in it that's um, right i've heard that as well so that would be cool someone tell was telling me it's gonna be he's in his yellow suit when he makes that's an what appearance. i heard yeah and that the, there was a lot of people all upset about that and then it had to be confirmed that uh, the MCU approved it, and it's just like I like the old suit. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I think it'll be a lot of cool, cool stuff. Right on, dude. Dude, are you uh, are you spilling the beans at all about the other cool thing that happened for you this week, man? Because I'm stoked about it. What are we talking about? Oh, my new ride. Yeah, dude. So I came a Subi owner. I joined the club officially. I was Heck pretty yeah. stoked on it. Dude, I'm so stoked. I'm jealous, too, of the one you got, because I've just got the Impreza, so. Yeah, um, it, uh, it's only been a few days. It was a pretty big decision. You know, just getting a vehicle is just such a... It's a hassle. Stressful hassles, yeah. So, um, it was a long road, but finally did it, and I'm a proud Subi owner. Heck yeah, dude. Welcome to the club. Thanks, dude. But Right on, dude. I'm stoked for you, man. Yeah, you too. But um, I was able to get into, uh, uh, did you want to jump into 8 Billion Genies first? Because I know we both got into that. Yeah. So before my week started, I, I was able to read a, a lot actually over the weekend. But I would say my, um, my the best one of the weekend, I think, was 8 Billion Genies issue four for me. I loved it. Dude, wasn't the arc of the kid who became a superhero so compelling and cool? Dude, there's so much going on in here. And... I think this might be my favorite issue. This is your favorite issue of all of them so far? I think so, dude. I loved it. Oh, that's I cool. thought, yeah, I thought it was rad. Like, I love just seeing the kid and how he's dealing with, like, you know, like, he, he go, his main mission was to go out and just find a safe place for his mom and dad. And then all yeah. of a sudden, he's recruited to this league of superheroes to help, like, fight all around the world, which he didn't even yeah. want to do. Yeah. And not only is he like fighting bad guys or whatever, but like they're killing him. Mm -hmm. And he starts like thinking like, man, I'm actually killing people who made like maybe stupid choices with their wish or, you know, if this is not a, there was just a lot he had to deal with for being what, 12 or 11 years old or whatever. Yeah. So pretty wild. His arc was nuts, man. And I, loved um, it. I felt bad for him, you know, like especially at the end when he just bolts and says he can't do it anymore. Yeah, like he's fighting and then all of a sudden some crazy villain shows up and like kills all the like all of his buddies that he's doing battle with and he finds out that they're really young too. Dude, that scene at the end blew my mind when he's sitting there with that other superhero guy. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I can't believe we have to do this and I'm only 12. And that dude's like, I'm only 11. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, dude, just insane. So that, what do they call it? The power age or something like that? Yeah. 
um i just dude i loved it so and the art is continues to be fun dude like again i just i so i read through it and then i went and just flipped through it and just would look at every single page to find all the funny stuff in the background yeah so hilarious dude i I still continue to crack up every time i see the genie for the unborn baby yeah dude (laughs) like there's so many things that are just hilarious Dude, but one of the things I thought was really cool uh, was when, I'm not going to say her name right, but Lifeang was talking to the genie and she wanted some answers and she was asking questions about the mom that was brought back to life. Yeah. And, you know, the genie just tells tells her like, dude, she doesn't remember dying because she never died. And so it's this whole thing of like, that's really not her. They just brought back this kind of, how would you describe it? Yeah, it because I mean, June Green is a remnant, is what the genie says, but it's kind of like, um, not really her, but her kind of in, in look and appearance and attitude or personality, maybe. Yeah, like, has I, I don't know, I mean, I guess you nailed it pretty good, but it, she, I, I did like that interaction, you know, because it's cool that they made it so they don't, I mean, who would want to remember their death? That would be terrible, right. yeah, you know, I know. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then I liked when um, she was asking, I don't remember where it is. I was trying to find it quickly, but I might struggle. Maybe you remember. But um, she's asking the genie about her son and if the son's doing okay. And he says, uh, yeah, yeah. She says, don't fret, Miss Green. Robbie wished for an extraordinarily robust set of superpowers. He's pretty much the total package. I think he'll be just fine. But then he says... But he's not who he used to be. Like, that's yeah, crazy. I know, because everything he's gone going through and gonna go through is gnarly. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just bad superhero dude, but he's twelve years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's a pretty, pretty smart, like twelve year old though, to be able to piece together like those moral complexities, like oh, thinking yeah. about that, and like that was pretty yeah. cool. I thought. To have that internal struggle he's having. And it's crazy, too, to think, like, if all... During this um, Power Age or whatever, if all these superheroes were, like, kids his age... Mm -hmm. And it it, it just... I mean, I'm sure that, you know, a lot of the majority of the kids, too, just made dumb decisions with their wishes. But it's pretty cool to, like, see kids making a wish that is very uh, unselfish thing to do, you know, mm-hmm. like I yeah, thought that dude. was pretty neat. Cause most 12 year olds, you know, like if it was 12 year old me, I would be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, something <laughs> I'd wish stu- for, I've been flying around. Remember we talked about it. Issue one, I'd be flying <laughs> yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if I was 12, my wish would probably be like for endless amount of time to play my N64 or something. Yeah. Something dude. So, um, I thought that was pretty cool that they made like responsible wishes. Cause you look at even all these adults rolling around making stupid wishes, you know? So that was pretty neat. And, um, but what about the big twist in the story? I mean, I guess we yeah. kind of seen it coming. We knew there was something going on with him, but, yeah. um, it was surprising to me still because I wasn't really, I didn't really see this as a possibility. Like, first of all, I need this like original artwork. That is so Pretty good, rad. dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it turns out the bar keeps a genie. And so I remember talking on the phone with you and I can't remember if I was right on this or not. Maybe you remember. 
but the way he broke it down was like, so the genies come every so often, usually when the population gets to eight billion. 8 is billion. that what he said? Yep. And because at that point, it's the world becomes all want. Yeah, and greedy everybody just wants. And, yep. And so the genies come to kind of reset. And so he was he the last survivor of the last time this happened, and he got to come back as the last genie. And was that his wish? Yeah, I, it doesn't say if that was his wish, but I'm assuming he was the very last person to make a wish in the last yeah. time that this happened. Yeah. And so it seems like now, since he got he since he did that, now he gets the privilege to like be a genie in this next time that it's happening or whatever. Yeah. And so that was crazy, too, because they ask him like they finally ask him like, yeah, hey, man, we've been all sitting around here chatting about all of our past and becoming friends and getting to know each other. Like, you haven't said a word. Like, what's the deal with you? And he's just like, isn't it obvious? Yeah. I'm a genie. So, <laughs> I like, yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. I mean, I thought he would like know what was going on or like, you know, have some type of inside information but i didn't expect him to straight up be a genie so um, yeah. pretty crazy so that's pretty cool i mean uh definitely wild dude and what do you think about first of all really quick this page here where the the superheroes and the villains are fighting i don't know if you notice this but in this crazy splash page here that dude right right there with the beard that's the guy from curse words like, you probably can't see it is it really yeah, that's the dude from Curse Where This Oh, guy. yeah, I see him. That's rad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then early, earlier on, there's a little throwback to um, God Hates Astronauts, I believe. Because right here, this guy looks a lot like a character in God Hates Astronauts. Mm. But dude, the, the names of the villains... Chopsaw, yeah. the living zoo, the boner, and he's just this guy that's like got no bone. Gumby, he's just all yeah, jello. yeah, yeah, the boner, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna take your bones, dude." <laughs> so funny, but dude, yeah, I love it, man. I continue to uh, be really excited to see where this is going, but I'm interested to hear kind of how you thought this ended with the. You know, I think next we're going into the first eight months and it's going to be another age. I forget what they called it. Um, yeah, dude, I just want to say that the very end when the dude shows up to that, like what it reminded me of, like a, a, a shady used car salesman at, yeah. a, and he's running like his own biodome now. <laughs> like, how did so he true. get? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how he became in charge, but he looks like he still has his genie. So are other people making wishes for him? Like it's something shady's going on with him. Yeah, but okay. But my question, bro, is he looks all sparkly like when the dude from the bar said he was a genie. Like if you look at that panel and the artwork, he's all sparkly. Mm. Hmm. So I wonder if that's if I'm just reading into that or what. But he looks like he's got the same sort of art. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I didn't even think about that. That could be something. Who knows with this story? They could do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But, but dude, he, the, he seems fishy to me already. It looks like he drives around in some sort of red uh, convertible Corvette. <laughs> yes, dude. Like, a no, 100%. So to me, it seems like he, because he obviously has his genie on his shoulder right there, right? Yeah. So he hasn't made a wish yet. But he looks like he's the person in charge there. So to me, I immediately got a feeling like, does he have other people that he's forcing to like 
mm-hmm. make a wish and why are why would they even do like just i don't know something seems sketch to that dude for, to me yeah no 100 percent. and i think they call the next phase the planning phase or the planners yeah and it ends with this kind of like narration box that just says now things get interesting and i'm like bro things have been interesting like what's yeah. gonna go down yeah so i i just love this series and um Dude, yeah. When I was reading it over the weekend, I oh man, it was it was so cool. Yeah, dude, I love it. Artwork's so good. Did you notice the big old dragon on the cover? Just rad. I have a different cover than you. Oh, you do? Yeah. See it right there. Oh yeah, that is rad. But, dude, there was a lot of like heartfelt moments in this, and just. Like you said, watching, I uh, forget his name, but the kid's arc and uh, the questions that the mom got to ask, it was all just super cool. Stoked to see where it goes. But dude, yeah. really quick, I got to read uh, Do a Powerbomb 3. Did it um, live up to number two? I would say the emotional heaviness of it and the connections, This the pacing felt a little off. For me, I still love the issue, still love the series. This was just really fast paced. Like all of a sudden they're there, all of a sudden they're fighting. You know, like I didn't really get to like build any of the one moments. Like I really wish we got to see like a little bit of a training montage with Cobra San. And um, I think her name's Luna or something. I can't remember at the moment. I think so. I think you're right. And I just wish we got to see that build a little bit, but they're just kind of there and then they're fighting in the ring all of a sudden. So. You know, that's fine. And there are still just really good bits, dude. But the standout for me in this issue, bro, is the artwork, man. Like, I just want to show you this one panel that's just seriously rad. Dude, off the top rope. Isn't that rad? That is cool. Uh, So super cool. They won their... Fr- oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> they won. They won their, they won their first match. But uh, it's cool, too, because you get to see, like, the tournament and how it's structured and who they're going to fight. And I love this double-page spread of the whole tourney. and Oh, that's the, rad. The bracket and everything. Yeah. Um, one of the low points for me in this was just kind of the silliness of some of these teams. Like, I think they're fighting some sort of, I think they're called the Knights of Rhine. And uh, they're like these old English dudes who are speaking old English, which I guess you could find a little silly and funny. But it was just a little too silly for me. Dude, you never know, bro. There's some crazy wrestlers out there, bro. That's true. Good point. Uh, but, dude, this is still probably in my top three favorites on go- like stories right now, you know? Uh, just love it, dude. I don't think you ever told me because um, I, I only read issue one. But um, she got to pick her a partner, didn't she? Mm-hmm. And you didn't tell me it was like a kind of a surprise. So I, is her partner oh. her, is her partner her mom? No, or no. Or is so her, her partner? Remember, the, they're trying to they're trying to resurrect her mom, and so her partner is Cobra San, who in the first issue killed her mom in the ring. An accident. But bro, at the end of issue two, Cobra San is her dad. <laughs> so mm. she doesn't know, bro. And so there, she's like. She went all out of her way to like team up with this guy because, you know, this is the best match she could get. And uh, yeah, dude, she just thinks she's wrestling with her, the dude who killed her mom. Mm. And it's her dad. Does he know? He, he knows. knows. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now that makes it even crazier that he killed his baby's yeah. mama. 
Wow. So, and there's a couple times in this issue where he almost slips up and he's like, you know, she's getting beat up. She's getting close. She's getting attacked at a bar and he comes to the rescue sort of thing. And she says, thanks for saving me or something. And he's like, of course, you're my dog. And then he's like, you're my t- we're a team, you know? Oh, and so you're like, oh man, man he's going to spill the beans soon. Yeah, dude. that's going to be a wild element when that get in- gets introduced into the story. Yeah. And it turns out that the the um the dude who's kind of running the wrestling matches early on i don't know if you already knew this but it became apparent in this issue is actually her mom's brother so her uncle too and so it's just like this mm. i don't know dude it's really hmm. good man right on i love it but the artwork for me that's where that yeah issue i remember really... the art in issue one was super rad yeah and then uh, another one I got to get into, dude, I read just today is um, by Vault called The Heart, The Heart, called Heart Eyes. And it's this kind of like post-apocalyptic uh, story. But it's like, think I think Frank from Coffee and the Comics did something like, uh, you know, like Walking Dead, but with monsters instead of zombies. Oh, and, nice. Uh, it's, it's definitely true to, to that. It's this girl, Lupe who's kind of just out and about roaming the streets with all this craziness going on. Right. And this boy named Rico is kind of like watching her and he, and he just saves her for, or at least he thinks. And we think at the moment that he saved her from up top where all the monsters are. And he brings her back down into kind of their lair. Um, and so there's kind of this like budding little romance between the two of them. But dude, Lupe is crazy. Like, she's fearless, she's, like, doesn't really take anything too seriously, but she's really insightful. Uh, There's a couple moments in here where you're just like, wow, that was pretty insightful. And, uh, I don't know, dude, it was wild. She kind of takes Rico back up top for a little bit, and she's trying to say, like, the monsters are no big deal, dude. Like, I haven't even seen one in forever. (laughs) But then right at the end, dude, like, their compound's being invaded by the monsters, and so they're all freaking out. And Lupe is just like, what are you guys all scared of? And she just is walking straight up to him. And it turns out, as it says, the monsters don't eat people. They eat fear. And so it's just this like crazy like Mm. Lupe who has like zero fear. Kind of just wandering around. Uh, Anyway, so you're just like, okay, so what's really going on? Uh, Who the heck is Lupe? Yeah. (laughs) uh, uh, And there's just like, you know, some family dynamics with Rico and his family where they're mad as could be at him for saving this girl who could be a monster like what the heck's he going up top for uh it was really cool man i liked it nice very cool so that was fun i'll definitely be keeping up with that one yeah man dude so what do you say we uh get into a little bit of our story of the week paper girls man dude let's do it man um i was stoked to read this i i I definitely want to pick up uh, the all the other volumes. Um, I've only read volume one, as you know, and I know I think you read all of them, right? Yeah, I mean, but don't like quiz me on all of it because it's been so long now. But uh, I did reread the first trade, so I'm at least caught up with you in terms of, uh, you know, story. Yeah. All right. Well, I loved it, man. Um, from Image, um, I know volume one, I think, covers the first uh, five issues, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, from Brian K. Vaughn, and uh, artist is Cliff, what is that, Shang? Chang? Chiang, Chang, Shang, I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. You're an amazing artist, dude. Uh, yeah, colors by Mount Wilson and Jared Fletcher with the letters. Um, Do you want me to give a little overview? Yeah, you want to give, give a little? Yeah, you can 
can give yeah, a little sure, overview dude. if you want. Yeah, man. So this story is about four girls who each individually have a paper route. And uh, one, I believe it's Halloween, right? It, or is it? The, it's, it's the morning after Halloween. So morning after Hell Halloween. Hell Day, right? Hell Day. And they're out on their paper route. And they kind of all uh, bump into each other. And, you know, more or less become friends at this point, maybe just friendly. Yeah. And uh, some crazy stuff goes down. Uh, these dudes in like crazy masks are running around the city. They steal a walkie talkie. And, uh, you know, we'll fill all that in in a little bit. But it turns out that they're kind of trapped in what is this much bigger sort of thing going on, which is a war between t- time travelers, between the old timers and this group called the teenagers, uh, which you find out more about them, too, and, and why they're fighting. And it's just kind of the story of these four girls kind of trapped in the middle of this thing and trying to make sense of it all as as they go along. Uh, anything you kind of want to fill in? No, yeah, I think that kind of just covers the, the gist of it. And um, I think like right away, I think three of the girls kind of know each other. And Aaron, well, I, I guess they all kind of know who like, Mac is. Yeah, Matt McKenzie, or they call her Mac. But it seems like McKenzie... KJ and um, gosh, what's the other? Not Aaron. There's Tiffany. Tiffany, Aaron, yeah. So yeah, Tiffany, Tiffany, KJ, and McKenzie, they all seem like they know each other. Like they, yeah. you know, know have a better relationship. And Aaron is kind of like the new, new one on the block or the new paper girl in the area. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you know, they're out on their paper out on the first night. And, you know, that's when just a lot of, dude craziness goes down for them you know when those dudes in the in the i don't know what you want to call it uh they're kind of like look like mummies they almost look like mummies dude and uh they got those crazy eyeballs and it turns out that this is the group called the teenagers am i jumping ahead should i leave that part alone for now no i mean i think it's you can yeah I, i don't mind it yeah. And so what ends up kind of happening here is that the old timers and the teenagers are these time travelers and they're in the middle of a war because the teenagers are a group that believe in, in, um, what's the right way to put it? That it's good, necessary and or right to travel back in time and more or less, uh, fix events, fix things, yep. fix things. The old timers don't think you should ever do that because you shouldn't mess with with anything that happens. It all happens for a reason. And so they fight with each other based on that sort of premise. Yep. And uh, so the this these three group of this group of three of the teenagers are roaming around. Is it Stormy, Stormy Brook? I think so. And that night where they're delivering papers. And one of the things that the teenagers also call themselves are scavengers. And so they like to travel around and, and get cool things and stuff that they think are necessary for, for them and for their mission. And so they end up stealing Tiffany's walkie. And uh, that's when it kind of all just starts to unravel because they start chasing. It goes dudes. downhill from there real quick for the, <laughs> for these four girls. Super quick. Because they start chasing a Mac, such a hothead. Oh uh, my gosh, big time. That she just wants to box them. And she's like straight up, you know, doesn't hold back. And uh, they end up chasing these dudes to a house and they find this, what looks like some sort of crazy machine, which ends up being 
uh, time traveling. Yeah, like a time travel machine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. So do you want to kind of take it from there? Yeah, it just um, pretty. I mean, it's a pretty crazy story. Like, and I think they nailed the time period really well. I really like how they did that. I thought that was really cool. And um, I don't. Do you want to compare it, like, as we're going with with the with the Amazon show, or do you want to talk about them both separate? How do you want to do it? As it comes, let's just do it natural, organic, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> let's just see how it works out. I would say early on. Um, no, let's talk about the comic, and then we'll we'll talk about the show. I think. Okay. And we'll do a we'll do a quick kind of overview of the comic then, just to keep it safe. Okay. But dude, one of the gnarly things is, is that this group of teenagers, dude, they're mauled. Except for Heck. He's this like kind of handsome dude, got a little bit of electronics on him. But this the Hector other two guy, are they're beat or Aldo, up. Aldo. Aldo. Dude, he's jeez, yeah. man. He's seen better days. Yeah. Who knows what happened to him? Who knows if that's like a side effect of time travel or if that's something that happened from yeah, the 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 old timers. Um, but he is, uh, yeah, he's got something going on with him for sure. Yeah, and, and so it freaks the of, you know freaks the girls out. They think that they're some type of monster or alien, right? They're, and yeah. um, they're they're trying to now that they stole their walkie or their 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 radio that Tiffany saved yeah, up. Walkie. Um, they're they're on a mission to find it. You know, they stumble across that time machine. Some crazy stuff goes down. It opens like these portals. I can't remember what they call them, like rifts or something. Yeah. And um, next thing you know, dude, they they come out of that basement and they look up in the sky and it's like they got like teleported to another planet, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, I know they're still in Stormy Brook, but there's just, it's like they look up at the sky and they're just, it's crazy what they see. (laughs) All those dinosaurs. Yeah, dude. There's dinosaurs flying around like. It's crazy. And then when they come back from that little, like, I'd call it a blip or something, all of a sudden, like, there's nobody on the... They run to Mac's house, and they're there, and they're like, dude, did you guys see anybody on the way here? Yeah. It's like- and it's just deserted for some reason. They get there. Mackenzie's stepmom's there, fills them in, like, hey, she thinks it's the rapture or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mackenzie accidentally, in a in the middle of a tussle with her mom, and her mom has a gun... Ends up shooting Tiffany right in the gut. Aaron. Or not Tiffany, Aaron. but Aaron right yep. in the gut. And that's when, by the, you know, I don't I don't know how to say it, but that's when the the teenagers come and uh kind of rescue them, you know, and they they do all this stuff and they pull Aaron into the future or their space station or whatever you want to call it, and put these little bugs on her belly. And uh, yeah, healer all heal, up. Healers up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah. They, um, which is crazy. They all of a sudden, you know, like at first they hate these guys. They think they're crazy aliens. And then they're, they find this, um, one of them ends up finding this like little chip off the, the, the old timers or whatever. What are you, what are they yeah. called? Well, I think it was Tiffany. Yeah. No, one of the dudes. Remember, he finds that chip so he can, because they can't really understand. Oh, yeah, them. the little translator. So device. then he finds his translator and um, he, he's able to talk to him. And he's like, hey, no, we're going to help you. Like, you don't want to go with them. They're not here to help you. You might, yeah. they, you, you know, you might think that and they might seem friendly, but they, trust me, you don't want to go there. Like, 
come with us. We're going to save your friend. So they ended up following them to another uh, area where they have this time machine. And um, they end up taking Aaron and dipping. And then so then all of a sudden the girls are like, oh, dude, they lied to us. They kidnapped her. She's gone. You know, what did we do kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron ends up going back with them to, I don't even know where they went. They just said some warehouse. And yeah. they heal her up. And then they bring her back. And then they just like, I don't know if they, like something happens to them. Do they die or do they just disappear? Or So the old timers end up locating him, right? And then so oh, they're all okay. yeah, they're yeah. all freaked out because they're like, oh, we're either going to have to break curfew or we're going to have to, you know, evade these guys. And uh, they're, you know, committed to getting Aaron back. And uh, during their trip, it kind of goes sideways and uh, they end up dying in that time machine because, dude, if you remember that panel, like something happened as they were traveling and heck, half of his arm was like in Aldo's head. His other arm was like in Aldo's leg. And uh, so they kind of like ended up merging and like just more or less dying because of that, you know, like they got all messed up, dude. That was such a that was such a wild panel when Aaron wakes up and you know they're just all mauled together. Oh yeah, that's like while they're in the time machine, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something crazy must have happened. Yeah, they got all messed up, man. I forgot about that. Yeah, that is gnarly. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And so then you know Aaron's read rejoins her group and tells them all about the teenagers and kind of what's going on. But that's when, you know, the old timers are right out front and this is a scene straight out of the show. Yeah, for sure. This one where he's just standing and outside with his dino and they're in the, in there in the basement. Yeah. Kind of talking. And uh, he's trying to, you know, they're, they're both trying to convince the girls that the other group is the group in the wrong, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, how did it kind of leave you? When you finished it, what'd you think of the story overall? Yeah, no, I thought the story was super cool. Like, um, the premise was awesome. Uh, it definitely still left me like after I finished, it was one of those ones that I'm like, dude, I need the second volume right away. Cause it leaves you the, the very last um, page is, you know, Aaron, um, disappears, right? Or no, not Aaron. Um, KJ. Yeah, KJ is gone. It's just the three of them now because they're still, you know, that, um, I don't know. They go to like 1999, I think, right? They get fast uh-huh. forward like 11 years. And so one of them's missing. This car rolls down the street. This lady gets out and she's like, my name's Aaron. And they're like, so that's her older self, right? Yeah. And you're immediately like, dude, what happened? How did they just jump, you know, 11 years into the future? Like... You you want to mm-hmm. know what the what the issue is with this crazy war between both groups are, and you know how they all caught up in it, and um, pretty re- really cool story, man. Each girl has their own like unique personality that brings a, a, something different to the you know to the group. Like you got Aaron that she's kind of like shy and kind of like you know timid you have mac who's just crazy she you know Mm -hmm. had a rough upbringing and she's just wild you have um tiffany who's just like super smart tiffany in the comic book and then well in the comic well in the comic it's it's kj is really the smart one 
and in the comic uh tiffany is kind of she's like she's really obsessed with video games and her walkie-talkie and she's more gadget electronics yeah electronics you know and uh i love that because when she gets she gets i don't remember what that thing was but when it takes a hold of her and she has a flashback of she kind of like her life flashes before her eyes Mm -hmm. and she's all like all I ever did was play that video game. I didn't even like the game. Like, what was I doing? I was wasting my life. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, overall, dude, I, I enjoyed it, man. And um, when when you told me Amazon picked it up, I was stoked. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what would you kind of rate this uh, first volume for yourself? I mean, what do you think? Who would you recommend it to? And, and what would your rating be? I would recommend this to anybody. You know, I think anybody can pick this up and read it. It, you know, just like most of the stuff. Like, I don't know, just a super fun story, um, sci-fi elements. Um, it almost gives you like a feel of like, I don't want to say Stranger Things, but like, I don't know, kind of like I would. I yeah, would. I guess like Stranger Things or like Goonies style, you know, there's like a good group of friends, you know, like, I don't 100%. know, I enjoyed it. If uh, if I was going to give it a rating, I'd give it like, um, like a three and a half out of five. Right on. Yeah, it was, it was fun. The art was really good. Uh, I like the coloring and um, yeah, super cool. What about you? Yeah, dude, I agree with you. I think uh, anybody who's into any of those like older kind of uh bonding movies with like you know like stand by me goonies oh yeah there you go yeah uh, river one. is it a river runs through what's that one with a? I can't remember now but any of those and then there was a newer one just recently i can't remember the name of it but it was cool do you remember that one a newer the one? kids yeah the kids oh man i can't remember but i freaking love is it, it animated or is it like no it's 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 live action hmm ah uh, can't remember. What do they go through? Do they do like an adventure? Now you get me wondering. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Looking on my phone here, it came out in 2011. Uh, Super 8. I don't know if you've ever saw that, but that was a real I don't movie. even remember that movie. Dude, 100%. Go watch it. You'll love Super it. Super 8. All right. I'll have to check it so out. Anyone anyone who's who's enjoyed those or, or appreciates that sort of story. And uh, what I think is cool about this is that it, it focuses on four girls, which I think is neat. Because a lot of those stories, you know, they're all just a group of dudes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So it's kind of fun to get this uh, with with four girls, and I uh, thought that was kind of an interesting perspective, and that comes in to play a little bit more. It's come up in the show already, you know, where they're sitting around talking about their periods. That whole scene was yeah, yeah. really funny to me, and uh, I think I'd give it a four, dude. I really loved it. I mean, I thought the suspense and the and the the interaction between the girls and just kind of everything that's going on in the war and seeing the dinosaurs and then her running into her future self. Like I was just stoked, dude. Like I got the, the, the compendium, you know, this big old thing with the complete story. I think I read it in like three days, dude. I just couldn't put it down. So I'd give it a four, man. I loved it. Nice, dude. I, you, I think you hit a couple things that we can talk about when we go into the show side of it. Because it did capture the suspense really well in in the in the story, and um, it seemed like there was a lot at stake. You know, like they, they were very like I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. It just seemed like there was a lot at stake, and they were like 
there was urgency and they were like are you talking about in the comic book or in yeah, the show in the, in the comic book you thought there was urgency in yes. the show yeah, no not in the show in the book oh that's what i'm asking yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah no yeah okay. I, i'm saying i'm stu- i'm talking about the book still for sure okay, okay. then i'm 100 percent on board with you yes yeah <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, I'd say, you know, I, it's pretty, it was, it was fun though. So, you know, for us, we give that, that, that would make it a seven and a half out of 10. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Just for the, for the record, anybody listening, you know, this is an ever evolving project here with Ray and I, and we were thinking of a way to kind of really kind of, I don't know what the right word is, but solidify our reviews and kind of help it make more sense, not only to us, but to anybody who's listening. And so going forward, we're going to do it out of five. Uh, just makes more sense to me. I think rating something uh, five, six, seven out of ten. Eventually, I start thinking, what the heck does that even mean? But I know exactly what you mean when you say three out of five. Like to me, it just makes a lot more sense. So we're gonna try to stick to that for a while. Uh, let us know what you think, and uh, I think going forward, we'll try to try to stick with that. I think it's a good system. Yeah, I like it. But dude, go ahead. No, keep going. Uh, let's hop into the show a little bit, man. So the show came out. We were amped. I was pretty I was stoked, amped. honestly. Like Dude, you, were, you were I telling think, your mom to watch it. That's was te- as amped as you can get. For when you. I start telling other people to start watching it, then I was stoked. Like I think I was almost on your level of stokeness and amped when it comes to something new. <laughs> I was, Heck yeah, dude. I was. I love to see it. I love to see it. So, uh, I, I guess I'll let's start with you, man. I mean, like, with how did it meet those expectations? It didn't initially. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> It didn't. Bro, it didn't. Like, I don't want to, like, spill the beans. I didn't like it. Well, I will say this right up front. Like... Well, that's maybe too harsh. I thought it could have been a lot better. It's almost as if in the show, they put a lot more focus on, like, the girls instead of, like, what was going on in the world in the comic. Which was cool. Like, I, I, I... you know, there was cool stuff that came with that, definitely. But it wasn't what I was expecting, I guess. I expected it to be more like this war and them trying to figure it out. And it, it more was about each girl and them like seeing themselves in the future and dealing with what they saw and how they became and them like you know, some of the girls wanted to change it or almost all of them wanted to change a lot of stuff about themselves, you know, and that's what the sh- the show was more about, I think. Yeah, I was going to save this for the end, but I think since you just brought that up, I'm going to do it now. Like if younger you came up to you, what's younger you mad about and what's he stoked about? Oof. Like, I'll tell you, for me, my little dude's going to look at me and he's going to say, my little dude's going to look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Little version of me is going to look at me and he's going to be like, you got to be kidding me. You're not in the MLB. Like, what did you waste your life on, man? (laughs) Yeah, dude. I don't know. Because when I was a kid, dude, like, I didn't have, like... I don't know, like, you know, you get like, like, go back to the story and you have like Tiffany, right? And in the story, when she, like, all she talks about is like going to like MIT and all this kind of stuff. Like, when I was their age, I never thought about that stuff. All I was concerned about was riding bikes and playing baseball. That's it. So I would, but you didn't have like dreams of like playing in the MLB or something like that when you were little. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, my guy, my, you know, little me would be like, 
you didn't become a professional baseball player? What a loser. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure mine would be very, very similar to that. You know, you don't play video games anymore. Man, you're a huge disappointment, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, but back to back to the show. Um, so I was a little disappointed that that's what they've focused on more than like the bigger picture the girls faced in, in the in the comic, you know. Yeah. And it was very um, the pace of the show was really strange to me as well. Dude. Like episode one was like almost like so fast and confusing, and it was like they were trying to sum up all of volume one in one episode and. It was just a little too chaotic and fast paced for me, I thought. I was sitting there with my wife and I just kept looking over at her and it was like, there's no way you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I would have been in the same boat like because I was stoked for the show. I even dragged my girls and my wife to watch it. I was like, because they were, were all so stoked. Dude, they were all stoked on Stranger Things. You know, I was like, you guys are going to like this too. It can be a show we're going to watch together. And, you know, it has that same... And then Max sim- starts dropping F-bombs every yeah, other word. Yeah, it has that similar vibe. And, uh, yeah, before I keep going, that yeah, dude, that's another thing. Like, it was almost like they over-dramatized Max's character in the show. Like, Way I understand she came from a rough background compared to all the other girls and was, like, tough, you know? But, dude, I don't think I've ever heard the F-word so many times. I know. My wife was like, I don't think this is appropriate. And I was like, I don't think it is either. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I thought the pacing was so all over the place. Like, it just kind of bounced around. I thought the the lighting in the first episode, everything was so dark. I was just like, what's going on? Uh, And just like I said. Definitely. I, I remember um, when, because you know, in, in the comic, when they rip off the guy's um, like mask that he's wearing and they see this face and you can clearly see it and everybody's freaking out. In the show, like when that scene happened, it happened so quick and you couldn't even see it. And I was like, what are they freaking out about? Like, I didn't even see I nothing. Know. I know. And when they crossed the street the first time, mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was them. Yeah. I just thought it was just like some background, but that was like supposed to mimic the comic book where you see him once and then they steal the walkie, but it was like so unclear. And uh, I thought that the comic book did a really good job. The first volume uh, of building the war up, like who the teenagers yeah, were, yeah, yeah. who the, the old watch, old watch. I, they have old-timers, certain names. The yeah, they have certain names. I can't remember. There's an acronym for the younger kids, like the STF or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, and um, in the comic, all I remember being called is the teenagers, but maybe STF does come up. Um, and what I liked was that there was this play with both of this these groups on the kids. Mm-hmm. So a couple times, the old group tried to, was going to help them. And that was a little confusing for him. The teenager saved Aaron's life. That's confusing. So there's this weird, who's really the good guy for us? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a little like, oh my gosh, I really want to know. This is like crazy. Like what the heck's going on? It's driving me to keep reading because I want to figure out the mystery. And the show, it's so cut and dry that it's almost a little boring. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that same sort of like mystery to me. And with everything being so convoluted and not really getting to know the teenagers in the show like you did here, like getting to really spend time with Heck and uh, Aldo and kind of letting them flesh out what they're doing, why they're doing it and see them and what they're doing for Aaron builds that sort of connection with them. And like, so now you're like, rooting for kind of two people because you're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Um, yeah. So I was kind of, I was pretty disappointed in, in that aspect of the show, you know? Yeah. Um, there was some highlights that I, I really enjoyed, um, throughout, like I, I like seeing, um, Max storyline where, you know, her, with her uh, brother, that episode yeah. with her brother was great. Yeah. With her brother. I thought that whole thing was really cool, man. I like seeing her like, reconnect with her brother her brother was like blown away you know he ends up turning out to be some doctor and you you get some more backstory on mac and um the stuff she faces so i really enjoyed that like i enjoyed all of all of that with every single girl you know like how they how they each saw their older self and they were like wow you know like i get to you know they were like building a relationship with their older self almost and then, like, trying to figure out, like, hey, I'm going to do things different when I go back or whatever. So I, I thought that was really a cool aspect of the show. Yeah, for sure. I thought maybe the Tiffany one was, like, maybe just, like, played a little too long. Like, her sitting there watching her videotape of her graduation speech over and over. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I would have, yeah. And just how hard of a time she was giving her future self just felt a little like, oh, I, think- I wasn't... Yeah, I think you're right. I think she was that was my least favorite one of all all four of the girls. That was probably my least favorite. And I just really loved her in the comic book because that whole seeing your past life and being, man, all I did was play video games. Why did I keep trying to beat that level? Like, what the heck was I doing? Yeah, Uh, I just like that characterization. Uh, I guess it just landed more home for me. Uh, I'm not an overachiever at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'm like, man, dude, go do something besides watch your graduation speech for the 30th time. Uh, and I did like in the show, I did like the dude at the barn a lot. Yeah. What was his name? Um, God, Alan, maybe I can't remember. Was it Alan? something like that? I don't remember. I liked him a lot. I liked him. I thought they did really good with his makeup and stuff when they went back in time and he was younger. Yeah. I thought uh, he was, really, was cool really cool too. Yeah. His his whole story arc was cool. How he was like fighting for him and, and trying to like, he made it seem a little, he brought a little of importance and a little urgency back to the show. Then the, then because the other girls, they were just more worried about like seeing their future selves and figuring out what was going on where he was like, Dude, like we gotta, we're fighting a war. We gotta fix this. We gotta get you guys back. And so he kind of brought a little bit of that from what was in the comic into the show. So when he appeared, I think it was episode what, like three or four. It's, things got a little better. Dude, nailed it. I didn't even really think about it that way about why I liked him. Yeah. And the ones he's in are the episodes are, that are my favorite. Yeah. The ones same. I thought were the strongest. Yep. But you nailed it, like word for word, exactly what you said. Stamp. Yeah, we can we can be done. <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, that's why I that's why I liked him a lot, and so it was cool. Like, 
you know, I'll definitely going to keep, um, keep up and get all the, all the volumes of this because I do want to see, like, there was stuff that in the show that I don't know if it pops up later in the comics, like the cool mech thing that he was building. Like, I want to see more of that. I don't know if that ever is a thing like in, in the comics. Um, but, um, I don't even, you know, I haven't even seen him in, in the book. So definitely want to, I want to read it keep reading through these and and see how his character is um throughout these and um yeah to be honest i don't remember him in the comic book but i could be wrong but the comic book stays really cool dude because there's a lot of characterization they go back in time really far and uh, some crazy stuff goes down and you get to find out about the lead you know uh my one of my favorite characters in the show I forget his name, but the funny dude who's the leader of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah the you dude get to find the... out more about him. Um, but check out this, uh, this splash of, uh, Aaron and a giant mech. Oh, dude, that's rad. she likes it in some like, She's like in some, yeah. So, but yeah, I overall thought... for the show, man, I, I was kind of disappointed in it. You know, I, I did may, maybe I set myself up a little too much. You know, I don't um, think. So. I mean, it, it could have been so much better, dude. Like high and, expectations, no high expectations. Like another thing I always think about too is like you know they're trying to tell this huge story and they only have eight episodes. Like to try to fit that all in is pretty challenging. You know yeah, what I but, mean? Season two, season yeah. three, but you have to make a good enough season one to get a season two or a season very, three. Yeah, very true. So I don't know if if they did come out with a season two, you know, I I would I would I would watch it. I definitely wouldn't be as like stoked. And, and you know me, dude, it takes me forever to watch shows, and I powered through that in like a week, week and a half, which is pretty impressive for me to get that much TV time. Heck so yeah, there was dude. some dedication because I had to power through some of those episodes. I was just like, "Oh my yeah. goodness!" I would say I'm still glad I had I had watched I have watched it. Yeah, um, it did disappoint me because I think the comic book's just phenomenal, magical. I know that sounds silly, but in a way, it's true. And this just kind of fell flat for me. Like it didn't capture any of the the magic that the that the book had. Like it just felt flat, dry. Almost lifeless. I know that sounds over the top, but it just felt like it would like something was sucked out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'll just tell you now, my like my kids, they did not want to watch another episode. Like and when I would turn it on, they're like, You're watching this again, and they would leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So So and even like at the very end when uh that lady from the old timers is helping them escape. I did think it that all was felt like it. I that was like you know I love that episode I think three in that episode were my favorite episodes yeah uh, but it still just kind of felt like out of nowhere to me I was like okay 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 so you're putting this together like because she's a hardcore you know and it didn't seem like there was any consequence for her like the dude came in and he was just like yeah let's go get him and I was just like she's still laying there alive like you guys aren't gonna like take her out and execute her like that's what I would do you know like. <laughs> You know, she's a traitor, bro. <laughs> you execute traitors around here, son. <laughs> you know, it didn't seem like any consequence to that. And the, the the dude who who leads the thing, he was just like, 
walking up in his freaking Birkenstocks and he's like, let's, let's go get him, you know? And I was just like, what is the deal, man? No one has any urgency around here. There was no consequences to anybody's actions or nothing. <laughs> that might have been a little harsh to get executed, but you know what I mean, dude. I Some do. type of punishment. I know. She just but killed. It was just like, hilarious I think to hear she you ki- say it's so matter <laughs> of fact. That's what I do. <laughs> like she just killed like two other people, of, you know, and then she yeah. helped them escape, and it was just like no big deal. That dude's so funny. I, I mean, he did handle it without any sort of like consequence, like like it was no big deal to him. But it's kind of funny the way he played it. Like he's just, you know, he just comes in. That and could he's just be like, his character, though. You know, like yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, disappointed. Uh, I really want. So, I really want some money behind a Brian K. Vaughn comic to be adapted because these are just phenomenal stories, dude. And I'm speaking yeah. now of Paper Girls and Why the Last Man. Uh, some of my favorite reads of ever, and the shows just fall flat, and I just don't know why. Yeah, I think you know the pacing, the lighting. Uh, honestly dude like uh, you could disagree with me here i thought the special effects were weak in the show it was like a c movie i would say yeah Yeah. i'm like i could see why if i was a kid i'd be like man this is kind of lame yeah um so i don't know the set designs were kind of weak um i don't know things i liked about it let's go there let's end there i liked the girls yeah, they were great. I love seeing themselves like navigating, like seeing their older selves and what they liked and what they didn't like and what they thought they should have become or should be doing, you know. And so that I, all that I thought was really cool. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I like that dude, and I like the interplay, and I like the the character development in that regard. And even Mac kind of softened a little bit; like she still had bad foul language throughout she the did thing, yeah she did kind of change there towards the end yeah and so i thought that got better and i like i said like even though she was rubbing me the wrong way like you know the first couple of episodes that third episode was phenomenal with her brother like i love their interaction yeah. uh i didn't love the interaction with the kids at chili's but it's fine mainly because i was just disappointed like what are you doing yeah um like dude i, I just like honestly think about it you travel, you get to see your brother again. He's old. You find out you're going to die. He's trying to save you. And all you can do is be a jerk to these kids. Like you can't Super sit there and be yeah. nice Yeah, at a Chili's for 20 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. No, I, hear you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think if I was going to rate the show, I'd give it a three. Kind of middle of the road. Is three too much. I'm going to give it like a two and a half, man. Yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, two and a half. So five, It was pretty five, tough. So, if, you know, two and a half out of five for the CBL is what it I, is. Even though I wanted it to be better, you know, because like you said, like the the story and, and the comic was fantastic. And, you know, you, you pull for these guys like you want it to be super good. So, you know, like like you said, like to get another another season. I, I don't yeah. know if that would happen. I don't know, you know, how they're going to handle that. But um, yeah, I was yeah. kind of bummed. I was bummed too, dude. One of the things I found out today was that, you know, they let uh, journalists and stuff see these things early, right? 
Yeah. But they put what's called a uh, an embargo on them so that like the people who saw it can't talk about it until the embargo date. Dude, the embargo date on this for these journalists was the day it was released. Oh, see, that's a little weird. Right? They didn't yeah. want anyone talking about it until it was released. And it's just like, well, that says something. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I'm so disappointed, dude. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And um, I'll say this. If you watch the show, and I think you'll agree with me, and you liked some things about it, but you were disappointed in it, go pick up the comic book because it's far and away better than the show. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And um, I'm not saying it was the, the worst thing ever. Like, I think, no. you know, if, if you if you enjoyed the comics, like, definitely go through. If you have some free time and watch the shows, you're going to get some good stuff out of it. And um, at least I think you will. Um, so, I agree. And if you have, um, if you've watched it already, let us know in our Discord. Um, jump over there. Tell us what you thought about the show, if you liked it, what you, um, what you didn't like. And, um, you know. And how we're wrong or right. Yeah. I want to hear from you. Heck yeah. <laughs> Cool, buddy. Well, is there anything coming out next week that's uh, dude, that you're stoked about? Yeah, real quick before we move on, um, we'll stay on the, the Brian Kivon train real quick. I know you, and I'll give another shout out to Ross. Um, I already posted it a little uh, day or hey, so really, ago. Really quick before you go on, should we like send a message to Ross and just ask him if he wants to be on the board of directors for the <laughs> Bro, comic Ross, you're just going to be a permanent uh, <laughs> person we're going to shout out every every episode. <laughs> So let us know if you accept our offer to be on the board. <laughs> but I got Saga Volume 1 finally, and it's going to be, hopefully I'm going to get into it this weekend. And um, so I told Ross and you I'd let you guys know uh, what I thought of it. So I can't wait to dive in, finally, getting on, getting on the Saga train. Like I said, I don't know how to feel because I have so much anxiety. I'm stoked for you. Uh, I agree with, I don't know how you say his name, but it's like haiku something on uh, instagram he commented on your post i really like him he posts a lot of really cool stuff uh and he said he was jealous yeah that you get to to read this for the first time and i agree man like part of me is like dude how cool to be able to experience that again because it blew my mind the first time i read it uh but i'm also just nervous because it's one of my favorites and i'm just like man what if the comic book dad's just what if i don't like it nah i'm interested to get into it so um i'll let you know Maybe over this weekend, and um, I'll keep you posted. Heck yeah, buddy. I can't wait, man. But what's got your uh, attention for next week, brother? Um, Let's see. Next week, I think the biggest thing that I have on my radar is a calculated man. kind of a light week, huh? Um, For me, it is kind of lighter, but definitely looking forward to a calculated man issue number three. Even though two was a little different, there was a couple of weird things going on in two. Hopefully, three uh, it ended where where it could uh, a lot of interesting stuff could happen for uh, old uh, Jack Beans. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm excited for that one too. Yeah, so that one should be pretty cool. Looking forward to that. Um, what's the other one that is coming out? That Public I Domain have... Three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Chip Z's. Yep, that's the other one that I have my. Uh, Eyes on for sure. Those two, are, I think, are the biggest ones I'm looking forward to next week. Heck yeah, man. I think for me, those two and uh, Lonesome Hunters 3, I can't oh, wait for that yeah. one. Hey, and real <clears throat> quick, before we keep going, I just want to give another shout out to you, buddy. I appreciate <laughs> you, man. I got a sweet care package in this week. 
Um, sent me a bunch of books, which I'm super grateful for. Uh, I got a lot of reading to do. I think my stack just grew like <laughs> 10 times. So I'm super stoked on that. Also, dude, sent my sent my son these little uh, little Ninja Turtle figures, and he's been playing with those things nonstop. So big shout out to you, man. I appreciate it. Heck yeah, dude. My son keeps telling me. He thinks I got him those. He's like, Dad, I just thank you so much for getting me this turtle guy. And I'm like, dude, I, I didn't get you these, man. Dude, just, just own it, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's stoked. And, uh, yeah, thanks again, man. I appreciate you. Heck yeah, dude. Stoked to, to get those over to you. Mostly stoked for the little dude, though. Yeah, he was I saw pumped, those sitting there. Because you were telling me you keep looking for some. And yeah. I know they're not actually. I was like, I can't wait to get these to him. Yeah. So, but uh, outside of that, dude, for the singles, we have some trades coming out. And uh, like always, the release date on this could always be changed, as some of these have. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got Step by Bloody Step trade. We've got the We Have Demons trade, uh, Bylines and Blood. And one I don't think we've mentioned yet, which I I did enjoy uh, the first three. I didn't get to keep up with it. So I'm probably going to pick this up is um, Until My Knuckles Bleed, volume one. And then one of the cool ones coming out is the Black Hammer Omnibus trade paperback. Oh, uh, yeah. So that should be a big boy. Big boy. <laughs> big boy. That's a big old boy. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, it's a lighter week, so we're going to be hanging in the lair, dude. I got a huge stack to catch up on. Oh, my so. gosh. I'll, we'll have a ton to talk about next week. Um, yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed I get any time to read, though. Me too. I, I should. Uh, I, I should get some time in this week. Now, hopefully we'll get, like we t- mentioned earlier, get into a better routine with school and um, we'll be good to go, my man. Heck yeah, brother. Well, how can people keep up with us and uh, see whether or not we get any time to read this week? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, one of the best things you can do is subscribe to our show and um, tell a friend about it. Uh, definitely always um, looking to connect with um new people and uh, meet new people is always fun um, head on over to our discord and uh, join the conversation over there with um, what we just talked about here on the show or anything else you guys are reading and uh, follow us on over on instagram at the comic and that's what you can see uh, us trying to uh, get our stack down what we're reading what we're <laughs> watching and um, yeah we'd love to hear from you guys heck yeah man if uh, any of the books we mentioned sound interesting at all, make sure you check out coffeeinacomic.com. Enter the comic book layer in all caps in the uh, discount section and uh, save yourself 15% off. Start a pull there. Frank's a rad dude. He just opened a shop. I've been there a couple times now and it's rad. So go support a cool dude and save yourself some moolah. Yeah. And you get some good coffee to drink. Yeah. And uh, make sure, too, that you check out our uh, new newsletter. You can find that on our link tree or on our website. And uh, we're sending out a newsletter once a week with our recommended uh, polls, the episode. Uh, I, one of my favorite sections is the uh, archived episode uh, spotlight. And any news and notes around uh, the comic book world, space, and anything that's going on with us here at the CBL. Yeah, buddy. We appreciate you doing that. Yeah, man. I'm stoked to do it. Anyways, y'all, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. (laughs) 